Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. All right, let's get back to sports talk. That's what this place is for. Let's bring in Chris Trapasso, CBS Sports NFL draft analyst, nay, expert. He's with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Chris Trapasso, how you been, brother? Pretty good, guys. Thanks for having me. I know. It's a busy day for you. I appreciate you, buddy. Um, let, let's start with a couple of things here. Let me get the hometown kid out of the way first. I, Drake May. Uh, I love Drake May. I'm not a Carolina guy, but I've I've been a Drake May guy since he started playing at Carolina. I love his upside. I love his potential as a prospect. And I get the sense that most people do too, but there have been some interesting criticisms of him lately. Curious how you feel about Drake and his upside and where he belongs in this quarterback hierarchy. I think he is right there with Caleb Williams. I have pre-combine, and things don't change for me a ton, usually at the quarterback spot after the combine, but pre-combine he is graded ever so slightly behind Caleb Williams. I think they're both elite-level prospects. A lot of what you just mentioned, the upside is there because he's got the big arm. I like that he's not 25 years old, but he has played a lot of football, um, came back, could have transferred, gone to probably any school in the country for big money, stayed at North Carolina, still had a good season, did not regress with his stats, with taking sacks, still made a lot of big throws. Um, He's got the size. He truly, to me, he's not quite as tall. I don't think he has quite as big of an arm, but stylistically reminds me of Justin Herbert and any team that's picking, whether it's at two at five, at whatever the case is, if you're getting Justin Herbert, you're hitting a home run with Drake May. I, I think so, but I just got a text and I, I only highlight this because, you know, people have said this, Hey, Drake May's another Mitch Trubisky. This is start, right. Thank you. Like this is starting to, <laughs> it's, it's, it's starting to feel like Carolina quarterbacks are getting the same rap as Ohio state quarterbacks all the way up until CJ Stroud. Doesn't it explain to people how they're different, please. Okay, they're so different. Here's why. First off, Mitchell Trubisky, I think, started like 13 games or something. Like he was a one-year starter um, at North Carolina. In terms of pocket presence, and this certainly kind of showed itself in the NFL with Trubisky, the first sign of pressure, Trubisky just was out of the pocket. And in college in the ACC, he could pick up some first downs with his legs. May will stand and navigate the pocket as well as any quarterback in this class. Like we see all the Caleb Williams running around, reversing his field. And he does that extremely well. He has great spatial awareness, but with Drake may to have that time tested ability to just drift up and then to the left and then make a throw. I think he does that very well. He doesn't do it all the time. And there's times where he does bail outside of the pocket. Um, And secondly, or I guess thirdly difference between the two the arm talent is not even in the same category. Like Trubisky had an NFL caliber arm, pretty good accuracy. Some of the throws that Drake may made even from his freshman season on were 30 yards down the field over the shoulder of the corner, right into the bucket. And that, you know, happened a lot against good defenses in critical situations. And even when he was under pressure, rolling left, even rolling right, Um, He has more of a flair for that improvisation that is so vital, becomes so vital at the quarterback spot. So that is 
I mean, no offense to whoever texted you, but that is the epitome of scouting the helmet. I don't think they're really alike at all. I, I'm with you. Thank you for, for doing that. Uh, we got Chris Trapasso, <laughs> CBS Sports. He's with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. I, I never want to come across as a hater when I talk about this kid because I, I see the ability. But, man, I, I'm skeptical of Caleb Williams, and I, I think it has some things to do with you know some of the – a few of the dud performances. There aren't many, obviously, but a couple of those, some of the comments, I, I just don't – I'm not sure. I, I could see it being kind of a rocky road for him in the NFL. Are, are you, are, I guess, what are the concerns about Caleb Williams if they exist? The concern to me would be it's kind of a thin line between what I mentioned that you want the improvisation, what we see from Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and all those top tier quarterbacks. But I think with Caleb Williams, you could look at it in a way and say he kind of relies on that too much. And this was a little bit of my concern, which we could kind of bleed into this with Bryce Young, that Bryce Young was a good ad-libber in the SEC. And that was impressive. He was small, but he was still able to get away from pressure a lot. Even going from the SEC and for Caleb Williams, certainly from the Pac-12, making that leap to the NFL is a completely different animal. So suddenly Caleb Williams reversing his field five times and finding someone open. If he leans into that too much, and that is his default panic mode like hey i'm just gonna try to like hold the ball for eight seconds then he could run into some problems in the nfl because you need to be an anthony richardson or a josh allen or a justin herbert or a patrick mahomes type freak of an athlete and be big and be able to absorb hits caleb williams does have a very strong arm but he's a little smaller and i don't know how tremendously explosive of an athlete he is so to me that's my biggest concern the arm talent the accuracy um, throwing from a clean pocket, I think those are all good elements. But I can definitely, like, that was part of my grade that, that maybe I was a little lower on him and, and was part of the reason he was closer to Drake May for me was that a little bit too much reliance on the highlight reel improvisational play. All right, uh, let's talk about the Panthers here for a couple of minutes. And let's just start broadly speaking, right? They, they trade up to get Bryce last year. They give away this year's first-round pick. Chicago's got it, and they're letting us hear about it. Uh, and, you know, we're listening to Dan Morgan yesterday at the Combine say, hey, we'd really like to, to sign and keep Brian Burns, but we'd be open to a trade if such a thing were to present itself. Um, I think that they probably end up picking 33rd, Chris, but how aggressively would you look to move up back into the first round if you were them? Um, I mean, decently aggressively. I, I don't think it, it's something that they need to do because they are, you know, with Dan Morgan here in his first year as a general manager, it's not like he's hitting hitting the panic button. You have Bryce Young going into year two. But what I will say, because the timelines are a little different, I would certainly offer Brian Burns a, a market rate deal and maybe even a little higher because he was a homegrown talent. Would I say that, oh, my God, we will not take anything for him? No. And it's because by the time you're you know, paying him huge money and he's getting close to 30 in three or four years, is that when you're needing to pay your quarterback or you're resetting a quarterback or you need to sign a tackle, whatever the case may be, they should definitely um, look into that and, and, and not be like, hey, we're not going to take any calls on Brian Burns. And really, having picked 33 in what is a very deep class at some big positional needs, offensive tackle, wide receiver. Um, it, it's not like, oh, it's a very thin class at receiver. You've got to get into the first round to get one. Okay. So we're looking at 33 and we're, ho 
the names we're talking about, Adani Mitchell from Texas, uh, Xavier sure. Leggett from South Carolina, even uh, who else? I, I, we've talked about. Led McConkey well, thank from you. Georgia. Uh, okay. Hey, hey, hey. You know what? Let's stop right there because you're, you're singing my music here. I am a big Lad McConkey guy, and I'm actually starting to worry that he won't make it to 33, given the buzz around him right mm. now. Do you like Lad McConkey that much? I do. Um, and again, I, I am a, a big uh, proponent of the combine, so I, I'll, I'll change some grades especially at the wide receiver spot and beyond anything that I think it's very predictive, the combine workout that receiver and corner, you can see someone's workout and look back and go, Oh, he ran four, five, three. He's not going in the first round. His vertical was only 32 inches. I think McConkey is going to test well and everything else on film, the separation against Terry and Arnold from Alabama, who's going to go in the first round. Kool-Aid McKinstry. There's a laundry list of guys in the SEC, of course, at corner that he faced. Wasn't a big focal point of the offense. They liked to run the ball. They had other weapons. They had Brock Powers on that offense, obviously. Darnell Washington last year. So I, I'm not too concerned about the production. And from a Panthers angle, you guys have probably talked about it. All of the metrics that came out that they had, like, the least separation among their wide receiver group in football last year, even yeah. with Adam Thielen. Lad McConkey at 33, I mean, if he gets past, like, the Bills at 28 and the Chiefs at 32, I think that would be a great pick. That would be a very quarterback-friendly guy for your young quarterback in Bryce Young. Now, do you see any redundancy to Adam Thielen there? Because some people, and I think you and I both understand why, right? Uh, they're the average-size white guys, so it becomes a very easy comparison to make. But is there any redundancy there in your mind, or are these different players? No, I, I think there would be redundancy, but the difference is Adam Thielen is in the twilight of his career, right. and it would be a perfect scenario for Adam Thielen to be like, hey, these are the little tiny nuances and intricacies that he learned being a UDFA and making his name in Minnesota, becoming a 100-plus catch guy that maybe Lad McConkey doesn't know yet. It would be a great mentor-mentee relationship and would certainly, even if Lad McConkey doesn't test through the roof, it would certainly boost those separation numbers where Bryce Young is not feeling like he needs to throw it through a tight window on every time he drops back to that. Okay, we got uh, Chris Trapasso with us here on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. A couple quick things I'll let you go. How deep is this offensive line class? Because Carolina's got to look you know, to fortify their offensive line in the interior. They got two starters coming back in Christensen and Corbett, but uh, depth was thin to say the least last year. Yeah, for sure. I think that was a big part of why Bryce Young struggled. It's kind of the a really bad situation, perfect storm to not have receiver or to have receivers who can't get open and have your rookie quarterback with a ton of expectations be behind a, a kind of, uh, or I guess very porous offensive line. It's a very deep class offensive tackle, kind of the case every year that every college is throwing the ball a lot. There's always good receivers and they need to pass protect. So there's usually a lot of good offensive tackles. It's a great class there. I can't say, and, and I mean, we he, we are here at the Combine, but I'm not like incredibly deep into my evaluations on the interior offensive line. But what I've watched from guys that seem like round one, round two, um, or maybe into the third round, it's a quality class on the inside as well. Some centers, guards that I think will be starters, but mostly offensive tackle. The Panthers would be able to add to that, you know, of course, a very valuable position later in the draft. All right, last thing, Chris, we'll let you go. Uh, just your thoughts on Dave Canales as the hire here, because, you know, this is not a guy who was on anybody's radar as a head coach a year ago, and now he's the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, it, it was kind of a surprise hire, but it, when you really sit back and think about it, it, it makes sense. I mean, 
in today's NFL, it's been like having that offensive-minded, quarterback-friendly head coach is what is in style now. Like, those are the guys that are getting to the Super Bowl, that are winning divisions, and a big part of that is when you're successful and you lose your offensive and defensive coordinator, you're not having to reset your system, and that's a huge part of it. The job he did with Baker Mayfield, someone who literally from Oklahoma on, I was down on. I I was not a big Baker Mayfield fan in terms of just thinking he was going to be good, and he you know, jumped around the league, and he got a lot of quality, efficient production out of him in Tampa Bay. So that's probably about as good as, as you're going to get to say this guy resurrected a career of a former number one overall pick who's a little smaller, doesn't have a crazy big arm, not super-duper mobile. It fits that angle with Bryce Young. Can make a lot of easy throws, scheme guys open, which of course is going to be big because they can't totally revamp the receiver group. It's kind of a sneaky good hire, I think, especially because if the quarterback takes off, then it kind of seems like everything else falls into place. Chris Trapasso, well done as always, brother. We appreciate the time. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks a lot.